Welcome back to the Freshman 15 Podcast. Vince Knopper back here with Colin Bass. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back and welcome to our very special guest today. If you're on the Baylor campus, you've seen him around. It's Dale Wallace. He's Executive Director of Vertical Ministries. Thanks so much for joining us today, Dale. Come on, let's go. Sikkim Bears, glad to be here with the boys recording Freshman 15. It's let's, awesome. Let's do it. And we appreciate you squeezing us into your busy <laughs> schedule today. So we saw you running the show a little bit at Highland, and we, we understand that you've got a big basketball game coming up here in just a few hours. So. Big 12 champs, man. Got to go, go celebrate. Got to go watch us finish the season strong. And so, really excited. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if of course, a lot of people probably know Dale from being on the Jumbotron and the promotions at the games. So, uh, for our audience who might not be familiar, kind of walk us through a typical day in the life of Dale Wallace, whether it's at the church or at Vertical or, you know, watching an undefeated basketball team for at least, well, I, I think we jinxed that, but... Yeah, <laughs> almost undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, undefeated at home. So uh, today is weird. Today definitely is a day filled with being in front of a lot of people or speaking to a lot of people. Uh, so serve my the way I serve a church is by welcoming people on a microphone on stage, working the basketball game this afternoon, and uh, just getting to be here with y'all. And that's that's fairly normal. Some days I'm a nobody where I don't get, get outside much and don't spend. You know, don't do the stage thing, but many a days there can be some opportunities where I can be in front of a ton of people. But in light of that, I'm an extrovert, so it brings me a lot of life even to be here with y'all right now. But I'm becoming more of an introvert as really? since I was in college. I mean, I thrived off of people in college, but the more I'm in front of people from microphone, stage, uh, and even just like constantly around people, the more I have to really, really uh, guard my alone time in the morning. And it's getting bigger and bigger. Like it's like it started at like forty-five minutes, then an hour. This morning is like I need an hour and a half. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I'm just gonna be around people all day. Absolutely, and so it can be overwhelming. So I, I can definitely, me and Mitch can definitely attest to that. Whenever we're around people all the time on campus, hanging out with friends. Um, it can definitely feel super busy, and to have that time in the morning, if you don't reserve it out, mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen. Totally. Right, I, I've become a night owl with that. So um, oh. I don't know, Dale, when you were here, you were here about six or seven years yeah, ago or so. Totally. So and Mar- Martin's been renovated since then, and oh. we've got this really nice reflection room. So I, oh, I go, wow. I go there before bed every night just to get you know a little bit of time to gather my thoughts because I know I'm not going to wake up early enough. But Colin and I actually we share our Google calendars. I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show before, but like every day he has seven a.m. to eight a.m. just blocked off for reading and prayer and. Uh, spiritual time but it's really interesting that you have that perspective like like you said of being behind microphones hey here you are right now behind one here we are and you still got to find at the end of the day you find that purpose and you find your own purpose with that time when you're alone and I'm assuming kind of your quiet time in your faith totally totally and it's again as I said I mean it really did start when I was here when I was at Baylor here um, and my all my roommates and all my friends would do it at least within my house and that's what I always encourage people to do that are in college yeah. is like a lot of people want to spend time reading, spending time with the Lord in prayer and all these different things. And it's easiest to do with other people. And so you say you like night, you say you like the mornings, but like at the end of the day, whatever you like, invite people to do it with mm-hmm. you. I mean, don't invite distracting people or make it very clear that you're like, <laughs> yeah, this is not focus. meant to be a distracting time at right. 7 a.m. together where we you know, bust a fat chill. This is really meant to be like... This opportunity where where we can hold each other accountable when I want to sleep in, mm-hmm. I, I know that you're going to knock on my door and you're really going to annoy me 
but it's going to help me get right. to do sure. and be as consistent as I want to be, whether it's night or morning. And so I'm proud of y'all, and I think it's great. Well, thank you. And I think that's a great segue into what you do at Vertical. So that's something that's been kind of newer this semester, obviously totally. with COVID affecting it in the first semester, more of an online format. But I know that that's something that Colin and I, the two weeks that we've had it now, um, that's something we've really looked forward to is just going there and like it's Monday night it's the beginning of your week and like you know you got a big week of tests or whatever ahead of you but it's like an hour or two hours where you can really just clear your mind and it, it's all it's a great worship it's you know a great message from you yeah, we, we love it. it we love the three bullet point yeah, come format. on hey it's three great, more coming great, tomorrow night great, great for college kids we love it but um, oh talk gosh. to us about that a little bit about how Vertical got started how it's grown and how it's yeah. affecting people on this campus and beyond yeah so about 10 or 11 years ago, a group of students just wanted to unify people across uh, denominations of churches, across organizational affiliations, across majors, all these things. There was just no unifying gathering about around the name of Jesus, and that included worship. And, uh, and so they just came together and started meeting weekly, and they invited uh, somebody from the outside to lead worship and for somebody from the outside to speak. So that was about 11 years ago. Um, it started by a group of students. It's still student-run as best as we can. You know, obviously my full-time job is to help run Vertical as well, and I'm no longer a student. Um, and so over the years, it's it's developed from just a, kind of a, a sweet, small, unifying gather. I will say it started off pretty big. Mm-hmm. God's favor has weirdly and uniquely been on Vertical since the beginning. So I, I shouldn't even say that it was small. But right. through the years, it's continued to be... A, uh, a way that God works on Baylor's campus. There's many ways. There's many other amazing campus ministries, and I'm just honored that Vertical somehow is still a part of the way that God works in and through uh, college students at Baylor. And so um, I, as a student, loved it. It was like my getaway. It was the, I could get away and be in the back and just chill and be thankful and just honestly be refreshed and right. uh, restored and whatever it looked like. And uh, I was the frat dude in the back that just <laughs> like kind of needed a break sometimes <laughs> in the frat world. And then, uh, but it also was this place where like I could bring my friends that didn't believe in Jesus or maybe they grew up in a, in a Christian home, but they're like, I don't really believe this stuff, you know, but I'm here and I kind of have to say I am, but really I'm not. I don't, I don't mm. live uh, you know, following Jesus. I yeah. just kind of say I'm a Christian. And so it was a sweet place to bring those friends um, because I think vertical is, is more relevant, uh, really, especially for college students. It's, it's directly to college students. The audience is college. And so it's it's easier, you know, than the local church who has an audience of two-year-old to, you know, 200-year-old. You have like this whole, you have everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you could be 90-year-old and nine in the same room and a pastor has to shepherd both. And so... Um, that's what I love about Vertical. I'm honored to get to be a part of it. I've been here for about four or five years. Uh, four years in my role, five years I've been with Vertical, which honestly is so unexpected for mm-hmm. a millennial who, you know, likes greener pastures right. and, and yeah. like, constantly wants new things. It's been a great grace that God has given me um, a, a contentment and a, and a thankfulness for the opportunity I have. And to get to be here is still really sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's been awesome for us experiencing that, even in just a few weeks that we've been able to go in person. But I know my brother, Will, has been very involved with <laughs> yes. it. Shout out to him. Oh, man. But uh, like, like you said, it's really interesting how you have such a broad reach. It's college students, but it can be college students no matter where they are in their faith. Totally. And Colin and I can attest to that just from what we do with this podcast. is um, We target college students at 64% of our audience, but they can come from all over the map, Absolutely. all shapes and sizes. They don't even have to be on this campus. We want to reach... 
everybody. And it sounds like and from what we've experienced, that's the similar goal totally. with vertical. And I know, Colin, you would probably have an interesting perspective on that, as like we talk about on here a lot, kind of being one of the few Catholics on campus in a predominantly Baptist university. And I feel like you probably get a lot of um, an all-encompassing thing like vertical. Yeah, I, lo- I do love uh, love vertical for the fact that like it's it's everybody. Because um, a lot of ministries, I mean, it's great when you have your, your dominate, denomination um, ministry, that's great. But it's cool to see everybody come together because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're all fighting the same battle and we're all moving in the same direction. And to see people like Dale and other ministries bringing all denominations together and working together for the common cause of the gospel is just incredible. Mm-hmm. And to see that moving totally. is super cool. And I think that we really can't underestimate the power of a night like Vertical or any other campus ministry you may have on your campus. Because yeah. um, I feel like it's easy to have an excuse. It's easy to be like, oh, geez, I have, to, uh, I, have, I have to get to bed. I have a big test tomorrow. I need to study. I don't want to be up too late skipping an hour of studying for Vertical or anything else like that. Um, but I would actually argue that that hour actually recharges you more than an hour of sleep totally. would. Yeah. And same thing with your, with your like, hour in the morning or whatever your personal time looks like. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy to like, oh, I'm just going to sleep and that hour of sleep is going to be really good for me. But I would argue being the, being the tired person I usually yeah. am, um, that hour of like, just reflection and just kind of standing still, it actually recharges you more than an hour of sleep actually would. Right. That's so good. And uh, Dale, we talked a little bit about how you were a student at Baylor, and that's something that Colin and I talked about after the last time we went. It's like you can go to different places, and the pastor will offer you a different perspective or whoever is giving the sermon. But one thing we think is really unique here is that you were here. You were living in Penland doing the stupid stuff that we (laughs) still do today, uh, seven or eight years ago or so. (laughs) So uh, we think it's just interesting that you have that perspective of, like, you can give us advice on things specific (laughs) to this campus you can uh, totally. talk about the lights shining bright Come campaign just kind of from all over the map. So kind of, kind of tell us how your personal experience at Baylor translates into ministering to current students at totally. Baylor. Yeah, so like I said, for one, vertical impacted me. So I knew that it was something that God used on campus and it impacted me. I, as I look back on college, the benefit is I get to see, you know, what was really stupid and uh, what, what I really regret and, um, and then also what, what I saw and what I even got to experience that was good. And so now I get to take a step back and filter. And, uh, and really it's like I had so much fun doing a lot of different things. And a lot of my regret doesn't have to do with sin, which is sweet. I'm very grateful for that. But uh, some of it does, for sure. Um, but a lot of my regret has to do with the way that I spend my time. And I think in college, uh, a lot of what you do is determined by... Everything that you do is determined by what you prioritize. And so if school's a priority, you spend a lot of time in school. If an organization's a priority, you spend a lot of time in an organization. If a girl or a relationship is a, a priority, then you spend a lot of time in a relationship. And really one of my biggest regrets as I look back and as I get to get to be here and get to speak to college students is like, hey, I put so much time into other stuff and that weren't priorities and yeah. I really didn't put the time in to uh, the Lord. Uh, although I started the habit of spending time with the Lord when I was in college, but when it comes to um, spending time with people that weren't believers, I never gave time to people outside of just, you know, playing a sport with them in intramurals. But my purpose wasn't to build relationships with them. My purpose was to win a sport, you know? Um, And so uh, spending time with other people, uh, discipling, I just had no priority of discipling and moving the kingdom forward on campus. I had influence. I mean, seriously, like I rushed a couple different fraternities. And so I ended up knowing like 
so many dudes on campus and and then in, and then also whatever you know girl group or organization was associated with those dudes like I ended up knowing tons of people I remember my sophomore year I was like I think I'm like overwhelmed at how many people I know yeah. and uh, but it never translated that influence and that even I would say popularity it never translated into moving the kingdom forward why because my priority was to just do random stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a purpose and that purpose didn't inform my priorities and my time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm back to help people, yes, do intramurals, but way, way more importantly, like prioritize your time to furthering the kingdom. And so if you're going to do an intramural, maybe find some friends that aren't like you, maybe get to know some other people have, you know, you know, you have this thing in common that you get to play a sport with them or something like that. Like actually... Uh, be thoughtful with your time and prioritize the time uh, to move the kingdom forward, whether that be discipleship, whether that be evangelism, or whether that be, you know, being in community and confessing sin to even Christians. And so uh, those are the things and being, you know, involved in the local church. And so that's why I love being back is like, I get to, I'm like, I'm not far removed from being an idiot. I mean, some of that's hysterical. That's you know, some of that's like that's so fair. fun to like laugh about and play. Like we used to play golf in the hallways and like I'll never forget that. And honestly, I'd do that all the time again. Like if I was back, I would do the same thing. <laughs> that is not a waste of time. Uh, but to always do whatever I want to do is a waste of time. You know, yeah. if I'm not prioritizing my time and really being thoughtful of what am I doing with my time or what am I doing with some of the commitments I have. And so that's why I love being back. Right. And that's a great perspective. Like Colin and I, we, we talk about that a lot too. It's just all the different people we meet and like we end up going to check stop or doing crazy things. But totally. and, and that's totally cool. But at the same time, like building connections while doing it and pouring into other people is really what we've found that it's all about. Yeah. And I feel like God sometimes gives us layups. Maybe it's that guy across the hall. You might, some guys maybe blow him off, but he knocks on your door. Maybe it's the kid in your math class that sits next to you and tries to talk to you. And sometimes it's kind of like God's kind of giving you this person and it's easy just to be like, oh, well, he's annoying or oh, totally. she's kind of weird. Yeah. But God's kind of throwing that person at you. Like give him a chance, go to lunch with him. Like it's not going to be that weird. Be that friend. You can be their only friend of that day. Um, or it can be the only person they even talk to the entire week. Yeah. And even through that, you could even disciple them, even lead them in that direction. Um, it's not going to happen immediately, but just planting those little seeds is uh, so such an easy layup God can give you. And just, mm. just take them and run with them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's a great perspective there. And we appreciate Dale Wallace coming onto the podcast so much today. Uh, we're about to hit our 15 minutes and he's about to hit the Feral Center for, <laughs> a, for, a, for a big matchup today. But until next time, Dale, thank you so much again for joining us. And I'm Ben Schnapper signing off. Call fast. See you guys next week. Thanks so much.